recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode like 700 and something of Political Straight Talk. I'm your host, the Political Superman, also known as Fabian. The time, 6.03 on the East Coast, 3.03 on the Left Coast. And we are coming to you live from the foothills of the Cherokee National Forest. It's a beautiful day out, not too hot, not too cold, and it's just right. Our topics for the day are going to be the stunning announcement by Senator Ted Cruz, where he announced he will be supporting, voting for, endorsing Donald Trump. And we're going to talk a little bit of bang, bang, hands up, don't shoot. But first, let's talk about the sponsors of this wonderfully great program. Our first sponsor is the Wall Street Journal, WSJ.com, where you get the right news at the right time in the upper right-hand corner. Put in Political Straight Talk, you'll get a discount. Saves you money, makes me money. It's a win-win. Our second sponsor is Chick-fil-A, where they didn't invent the chicken, just that delicious number one, which is a chicken sandwich with waffle fries and a cherry Coke. If you're interested in winning tickets or getting tickets for your freebie, feel free to drop us a line in the chat and let us know that you want your Chick-fil-A coupon, and then we might send you one if you're good. If you're not good, we're going to send you to KFC. Anyway. Our panel this evening is Mark from Louisiana, Tricia from Delaware, Barbara from Middle Tennessee, and Tammy from West Tennessee in the People's Republic of Memphis. Hello, guests all. Hello there. Okay. Let's not everybody say hi at once. I said hello. 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 Thank Hello. you. Let Hello. us go and let's start with what is on everybody's mind today, what has just gotten everybody in a tizzy, okay? And that is, is the Fed's going to raise interest rates? <laughs> that was on my mind the first thing this morning. <laughs> I know. Everybody woke up and wondered, is the Fed going to raise interest rates? No, at about 2.05 Eastern time today, news began to break that Senator Ted Cruz of Texas would be endorsing one Donald J. Trump for president. Now, there are those that are going to say all he said was he was voting for him, but folks, let's call it like it is. If he was just going to vote for him, he'd have kept his mouth shut, cast his ballot, and been done. But he didn't. He released a press release that says, hey, I'll be voting for Ted, or I'll be voting for uh, Donald J. Trump because after prayerful consideration, it's the right thing to do. Now, I don't necessarily agree with that particular logic, but it's out there. So let's discuss it. Now, in, to be honest, most everybody on this call was or is a Ted Cruz supporter, voted for him in the primary. So there's going to be some personal response, and that's okay. But... Let's start with the first question, In Did you see this coming, yes or no, Mark? Yes. Tricia? No. Barbara? Yes. Tammy? No. And I did not see it coming. So then that brings us to the next question of why. Why would he do this? Because 
in my humble opinion. I think that he automatically cuts off half of his base by making this decision. So in in a one-sentence answer, and we'll break it down after we go through everybody, why do you think he made this move? And I'm going to start with Tammy. I think there's got to be something behind it. He may have been bullied by the GOP or... Um, I, I don't. I don't know. I, it doesn't. I. I would have um, bet money that he would never do it. I'm glad I didn't. Trisha, I'm going to have to go along with what Tommy says that he was forced by the the GOP to um, do it. To do it. Okay. Barbara. I think you saw the division in the GOP, and I think he needs, we need to heal the division that's going on, and I think that's why he did it. Mark? He was given an offer he couldn't refuse. <laughs> okay. Of course. And I... Uh, Are we all looking for one of those? I I agree. I think he was he was made an offer. And let's let's rewind the clock. About two and a half weeks ago, Senator Cruz met with Governor Pence, whom is the vice presidential nominee on the ticket. That meeting has been very guarded, very tight-lipped of what transpired behind the scenes. Shortly after that meeting, Senator Cruz began shutting down his presidential campaign apparatus. Now, for those of you that, that aren't, that hip on how those campaigns work, even though they suspend their campaign, they leave the apparatus in place, even if they're if they're going to run again. And you know, the common consensus among a lot of his supporters was he was going to run in 2020. Well, about two weeks ago, he began completely shutting it all down, all of it. Now, uh, on uh, Ragtag Patriots, I know that it was made mention over there. Uh, too much chagrin, and so, you know, I think the writing was on the wall there, but we also saw other moves that kind of led us to believe that maybe this was in the works. For example, there was a dinner uh, thing where his wife said he would not be running in 2020. Again, to a lot of people, they just couldn't understand it. Some did, some didn't. And then finally, Let's go to uh, today and this endorsement. Um, When the news began to break, I reached out to some political people. I reached out to Patrick, who is a uh, legislative director on Capitol Hill, and I'm like, have you got the 411 on this? And after he chuckled at me for using 411, he informs me that there was a deal brokered that if he would come out and say he was voting, that he would be offered a seat on SCOTUS. Okay. Now, there have been other rumors that have been bannered around that it was Senator Lee that they want on SCOTUS. But at the end of the day, it would be Ted Cruz. And that is my belief that, that the reason he came out, because it was also confirmed by someone in the National Senate reelection campaign that there was no arm twisting to bring him into the fold. In other words, they haven't suspended his money or they haven't threatened to suspend it or do anything. So 
other than uh, Priebus's comments on Saturday or Sunday, there's nothing out there. Now, you know, that's what we've got now. Will some things change in the coming days and more details come out? Yes. Um, but here's the more important question on this matter, and that is what happens to the support that Ted Cruz had when everybody woke up this morning and what happens now that this is out there? And, you know, I don't know there's any one right or wrong answer, but I think that it does, in fact, change the dynamics of what's going on. So my, I'm going to put that one to, uh who wants to be the first one out of the gate? Tricia. (laughs) I really have no idea. I'm I'm, I'm actually still devastated as to what took place today. It's, it was a complete surprise to me, and I just, we have to look at it closely and see possibly what was the real reason for him. Based on the information that you have right now, what does it do to his political support? Political support? Well, I've seen a lot of posts where it said, where they said that um, they were done with him. There were posts where people were begging him to stay, do not do this. Uh, He may have killed it. He may not have. It may be a good luck charm for him. I don't know. It's, it's, It's sad. It's very sad. Tammy. Well, I think you can look at it another way. If he did make a deal and got SCOTUS, he doesn't need any political support. He's got a job for the rest of his life. No more campaigning, which leads you to what's going to happen to his sentence. Because if he does SCOTUS January 1 or January 17, where's that going to leave that? You mean January 20th? Yeah, 20th. Well, I think it opens up, just on the initial thought process, it opens it up for a Governor Perry to slide in and, and basically get that seat. He's still popular enough he could get that seat. Or even Prescott. Prescott Bush could slide in and get that seat. He is very popular in Texas right now. Okay? And he won his race, he won his statewide race by a large margin. So I think that could be beneficial to him. Um, but before we and, – and let's go back to your thing, Tammy. Let's say he does this, and let's say Trump loses, gets impeached, doesn't follow through, doesn't get through with with what he wanted to do. Could Ted Cruz support and could rally support back around him? Or would people see this as a sellout? I think it's going to be mixed until they see. When Ted and Trump were initially running, and Trump left him alone for a long time, I initially thought that they had a pact to leave each other alone and let each other you know, run the race 
and not really comment on each other. And maybe it was a tag team um, until until Ted started rising in the polls and Trump saw him as a real threat. Trump did leave him alone. But once he started on him, um, you know, I mean, he just, I don't know, a week or so ago said something about him. And that's one of the things that keeps the scab uh, raw with the Never Trumpers. But I, I don't know. It just seems to me that I want to believe that he has principles and that he didn't sell out and that maybe they've had a game plan all along. But we have spent months now going after people that did the very thing he just did. Oh, I know, and trust me, I, I'm glad that I I didn't bet all the people that told me that Ted would endorse him. They weren't necessarily never never Trumpers, and they weren't they weren't cruisers either. But well, they kept saying he's gonna he's gonna endorse he's gonna endorse, and I mean I went right. to the mat with several people. Well, let me be clear. I am not part of that Never Trump group, but I'm not a crusade drinker either. I see things the way they are, and sometimes that miffs people. But I try to look at the numbers, look at the practical things, and try to take the emotion out of it. Sometimes successful, sometimes not. But I always manage to piss you guys off, so that must mean I do something right. Um, Mark, what is your quick analysis on the level of support that he has versus what he had this morning when he woke up and what he has now? And is there a way that that comes back to him with the dissipation of time? Okay, if we're talking about the national, on a national level? Yes. Texas is a foregone. He's not going to be hurt in Texas. Um, any hurt that he has is going to come from... Uh, I, on the national level, I understand. I think for the most part, you got a lot of people that are hurt right now and don't understand this decision. But I think what, what Ted Cruz needs to do is come out to his supporters and say, listen, this is the reason I'm doing this. And if he could say, I would rather have Donald Trump than Hillary Clinton, because Hillary Clinton will, will destroy this country. At least with, if he can say that at least with Trump, there's a, hopefully we could get some of our principles to him. And that's my and that's my rationale for doing this. That I want to push forth the conservative agenda and use Trump to do it. But I think it's gonna take it's gonna take time. There's gonna be a healing process. But I think in the long run he won't lose that much of his support. It actually may help him with Trump supporters in the long run. Well, I keep coming back to you know, you all have heard me mention over the years that a political lifetime is six months. Okay? And I think that applies here, but a little bit differently, because, and <laughs> Tammy and, and uh, Trisha are going to get tickled at this, but there's a lot of emotional people that backed Cruz. And they put their emotions into it. They got really involved, really in the trenches, some of them for the very first time. And they take this as a personal slap. Okay? And me, part of me takes it as a personal slap because here's this guy that 
put himself above the fray, so to speak, and says, you know what, I'm going to stand on principle. So much so that he got up at a national convention and said, vote your conscience, which was a veiled don't vote for Trump. And then comes out a mere couple of months later and says, oh, hey, after prayerful reflection, I'm voting for Trump. And I think that that's a, I think that that's an issue. So, um, Tammy, what do you see as, uh, what do you see as the step going forward from here for those that would support Ted Cruz for a 2020 presidency? Well, a lot of those that are very emotional um, seen him as our last hope. And they put a lot of stock in him being able to um, turn things around. I don't see him that way. I think he's very smart. Um, I think he's a true constitutionalist in many, many ways. But he is not my hope. And... um, God can work through anyone, you know, in many situations that we've talked about Trump and his um, shortcomings, um, as well as Hillary's. I think once people see that they maybe they, they have a game plan and there is a method to their madness that people will come back and support him. Well, and... I agree with that. Mark, what is your what is the overall analysis? What's the overall analysis of this election? Did Trump pick up any support today as a result of this? And if so, why do you believe that? And how much support did he pick up? I don't think he picked up any support today. And I don't think that Ted Cruz did this to wean his constituents, I mean, his uh, supporters over to Trump, because I think as the polls have been showing over the last few weeks, Trump has some momentum, and this kind of endorsement would happen if Trump was behind. I don't see this as being a political endorsement to get more voters for Trump. I see it more as something gained for Trump, for Cruz. Okay, I I can see that. Tricia, what is your what is your overall take? Did Trump gain support today? And if so, how much? I don't believe so. Most of the people, most of the groups that I had been in um were saying that um they were still not going to vote for for Trump. So it's it's No, he did not gain any any more votes today. Tammy, do you agree with that assessment? If he did, it can't be that many because, honestly, the reason that I wasn't voting for him had nothing to do with Ted Cruz and his treatment of Ted and his family. It had more to do with his character, his owning strip clubs, you know, just the total deceit and things that we've all found out about him. Um, so it really didn't have anything to do with Ted Cruz per se, and I'm probably still not going to vote for him. 
Barbara? Uh, we have to wait 24 hours on that. I think we'll see in the next 24 hours whether Trump gets a bounce in this. But I don't... I think Cruz is going to lose some supporters like I saw today. I'm ripping my bumper stickers off. I had to post to them. I'll do good off, will you please? <laughs> I think this is going to... I think... It was a smart political move. I really do. On his part. Um, I don't think he caved. I don't think his arms were twisted. I think he did in his, the, as much as I know about Ted Cruz, that he did think long and hard about this. And um, although it may have some political, like you said, he, he met with Pence. And uh, if he does get on the uh, Supreme Court, great. We need him. You know, but I don't think this was done, you know, as well. Trump threatened him with a horse's head in the bed or, you know, anything like that. But as for Trump's poll numbers, I think we're going to have to wait and see in 24 hours. Well, I will make a... Northern Middle Tennessee, who are you? It's Pat. I just got the message. My stupid phone has not been giving me alerts when messages were coming in. Okay. Um, Just to let you all know, this program is brought to you by WSJ.com, Wall Street Journal. Get the right news at the right time. Put Political Straight Talk in the upper right-hand corner. Get a discount. Make you Save you some money. Make me some money, and we're all happy. It's also brought to you by Chick-fil-A, where we didn't invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. All right, back to the topic at hand. And I'll answer this because I think it's important. And everyone waits with bated breath to see what I'm going to say. The truth is Trump lost, or not Trump, I'm sorry, Cruz lost about 50% of his support today. Gone. Up in smoke. Cheech and Chong. Gone. Okay, but six to eight months, a lot of those people that were supporting him are first-timers just getting involved in politics to a degree on the low information level and have some work to do, and that's okay. Uh, They'll come back to him. So he may lose at the end of the day after the lifetime passes, the six months, he may have lost 25 to 30% overall, and that's not too bad because he'll be able to pick that up in other areas. As far as Cruz or Trump gaining support, yes, Trump did gain support because, again, there is that block of Cruz supporters out there that when Cruz says, hey, I'm voting for Trump, what are they going to do? They're going to go vote for Trump to make him happy and to say, you know what, Cruz you know, told us to do it. You'd be amazed at how many times I've heard people say, well, well, I can't do anything until I hear it from Cruz. Well, you heard it today. And there's going to be that group. Is it going to be a huge number? No, I'd say probably 20% would be the maximum number. But you think about that. And, and as you know, Trump's uh, Cruz supporters have been so fond of saying, they you know he got 12 million votes. Well, you can take 6 million of those and throw them in the trash because he lost them today. But 
of six million left. What's twenty percent of six million? That's one point two million votes right there. Trump just gained approximately one point two million votes today. Okay, and remember the polls that we were reading this week and we were discussing how close those are? One point two million votes can make a lot of difference in a lot of those polls depending on, you know, where all the people are from, blah blah blah. But I think that uh, we will see an uptick. So some of the overnight tracking polls that will come out Monday, uh, we are going to see see an uptick. Now, does anybody find anything interesting about the fact this was done on a Friday afternoon? Oh, it's Friday. This is the Fridays at about two two thirty is what the media and political people like to call what? This is a trivia question. Who can answer it? Mark, be quiet. Take out the trash day. Exactly right. Take out the trash day. Any news that you don't want covered or that you want uh, you want buried over the weekend, you put it out on a Friday, it's dead by Monday. Any news you want to be heard, you send out late, late, late Sunday night, early into Monday so that the news editor see it. Now, this will be picked up on Monday. It's not going to be that dead, but it's not going to be that big of an issue because something's going to happen to take it out of the news cycle, and that is probably how all this was planned, okay, by both sides. Here's another thing. There were a lot of people that were mad because Ted Cruz didn't endorse them, and they were Ted fans that they were more uh, aligned to the GOP. I agree. Do you think okay. it has anything to do with the debate being Monday? Um, I think the debate is going to rule the weekend news cycle. I think the debate is going to rule Monday's news cycle, and I think Tuesday, Ted, uh, Trump's going to walk out of that one as the clear winner. The media is going to try and shape it as Hillary, but I'm going to tell you right now, everything leads to Trump winning this. Because contrary to what some people have said, this is not, 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 not about policy. This is about showmanship on these debates, and Trump's going to win the day. Okay, even the Hillary campaign has come out today, and they have been working now for the past probably about 12 hours to dampen down expectations. Now, they do that as a general rule anyway, uh, but they are really pushing pell-mell on this and that uh, they're saying people aren't going to like Hillary because of her voice and it's very shrill and they're sexist if they don't. Um, that's probably been the number one story I've heard today. Uh, and so the Clinton campaign is, is trying to prepare everybody for her performance because it's not going to be good. Okay? And let's just be honest. Outside of a select few people, most people do not give a crap about policy right now. They, they're they tuning in to that debate Monday. They're actually going to be going between the debate and between Monday night football. Okay? And Trump needs to get some zingers in. Trump wanted this to be a lot bigger than it is. He didn't want it on the football nights, but that kind of worn out. All three debates are on a major NFL night. So, 
Uh, we'll see. Now let's let's go to a different topic, if we may. Um, well, no. Before we do that, let me ask this question: If Cruz runs for president in 2020, would you vote for him, Mark? Yes. Tricia. Yes. Barbara. Yes. Pat. Definitely. And Tammy. <laughs> Tammy, would you, yes or no? I'm sorry. I completely lost everything that you said in the last few minutes. I had to hang up. We took a vote to see if everybody would have you lend us $50, and everybody said yes. <laughs> so... Send us all 50 bucks. Uh, no, the question was, if Ted Cruz decided he was going to run for president in 20 and 20, would you support him? Most likely. And is anybody interested in what I would do in 2020? Mm-hmm. At this juncture, I would not cast my ballot for Ted Cruz. Why not? Glad you asked. Uh <laughs> Because he committed the number one crime that we've been railing about and railing against for the past two months. But here's the problem with that, Fabian. We have held him to a higher standard than we've held anybody else. Absolutely. Every, and he should every, and and he should have been. You know why? Because he put himself at that higher standard. He but put we're himself not holding at that Donald standard. Trump to that. We're not holding Donald Trump to because that. The expectation of Donald Trump is not a high standard. And it wasn't Ted Cruz that won the nomination. And here, here's my problem, and, and I'll lay it out for you all in, in multiple steps so you get it. He took the pledge to support the nominee, yes or no? Yes. He stood at the convention, and he did not give an endorsement of Trump, which I'm okay with, because he stood on his principles and he said, okay, Vote your principles. Vote your conscience. Vote the way that your principles command you to vote. Am I correct in that? Yes. Okay. I'm okay with that. I was okay with that. He violated his word, but I was okay with that because he stood on his principles. Okay? Fast forward two months, two and a half months. Here we are to today. Okay? Now, he chose to take that high road. He chose to do it. It was the right choice at that time. Today, he comes out and he says, after prayerful consideration, I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. That is an endorsement. Okay? So you mean to tell me that after a man said the things about his wife, said the things about his father, said the things that he said and reversed himself and reversed himself and reversed himself, that that is principle? Because it's not. And I'm sorry, but I'm going to just lay it out there. The one thing that we've been preaching now for months and months and months is the lesser of two evils is still what? Evil. And the one person that was leading a revolution, a conservative revolution to stand against that, was Ted Cruz. And today, 
He lost that. He lost it. Here's a question for everybody on this call, and, I, and, and I'm going to prove my point right here. Will you be voting for Donald Trump? Mark. I don't know. Why does it always give him 10 years to answer? <laughs> Trisha. No. Trisha, will you be voting for Donald Trump? No. Pat, will you be voting for Donald Trump? No way. Barbara, will you be voting for Donald Trump? No. Tammy, will you be voting for Donald Trump? No. And I but will not be voting. Do, that doesn't have anything to do with Ted Cruz. Oh, it has no. absolutely everything to do with Ted Cruz. No, it does not. Oh, okay. Let me explain to you why it does. Okay? When Ted Cruz came out on that stage at the convention and he said, vote your conscience, every person to a man on this call, Lockstock agreed with that, correct? Yep. 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 He became the leader of that movement. He became the voice that a lot of people wanted to follow. And I'm not saying you guys did it based on that. But when you took that stand, when he took that stand, he put himself in the same category as the rest of us that was not going to vote for Cruz, correct? Or Trump, correct? Yes. Yeah. He did. And today he abandoned that principle. Okay. And yes, I'm being a little harder on him here than I will be on Ragtag, but it's because I'm trying to make a point. The person that we looked up to and said, you know what, he stands on principle. Come what may, he's standing on his principles. Okay? He sold those principles out. And as minor as this may seem, it's a pretty big deal. Because if you're willing to make a deal with the devil now... What would you do to make a deal with the devil if you were president? And I know that's hard to hear. But he's going to vote for Donald Trump. He chose to come off of that, come off of the platform of, I'm going to vote my conscience. And now he's casting a vote for nothing more than political expediency. And I think that hurts his credibility. I think that hurts him as a politician because of the uh, because of the route he Senator Cruz chose to take. Can he recover from it? Yeah, anybody can recover in politics. But for me, for me and just me personally, I don't know. I don't know. Because I want somebody that's going to stand on their principles. Come what may. And I am, you know, I'm a little disappointed that he chose to do this. It's not unheard of. It's not unthinkable. And a lot of us, you know, assumed that sooner or later it was coming. Um, I didn't. Mark did, but I didn't. I thought he would stand all the way through. And that would get him a ton of support. So... Anyway, you think he dis- was you think he was coerced coerced in doing it? No, I don't. You think he was given a a, a deal? Yeah, 
He took a deal. They worked out a deal. They worked out an arrangement in that meeting with Pence. They This was known when they walked out of the doors with Pence. This was known. Look at everything that has taken place after that meeting. The presidential campaign, that committee, completely shut down. All of it. Okay? And if you're going to rerun or even thinking about rerunning, you leave that stuff open and in place. You don't completely shut it down and reopen. Even though you may not, let's say, he runs in 2020, you still keep it open? Yes. You don't understand how hard it is to get that stuff going. You have a 50-state apparatus in place, you leave that baby in place. So it is just, you know, a lot of people are are disappointed, and, and you know, I'm disappointed. Uh but, you know, we have, you know, we can't put all our eggs in one basket. And, and I understand that. And, you know, that's not what we're discussing. But I will tell you, I think I would have a problem voting for him in 2020. Now, obviously, my mind can change between now and then. But I'm going to come back to this, much like I would with any other candidate. You know, let's think about it. And and we've all been let down and we're all human and, and you know, I understand all that. But this this situation more so than, than many. Because I think they started looking at the polls. I really do think they were looking at the polls, the internals. They realized that he's now in a perfect position to win. Everything's at his back. Um, other countries now are starting to reach out to the Trump campaign to prepare to work with them after the election. So we're not the only ones that are, are starting to see the writing on the wall. And I think that this, this came down to politics. And I have a problem with that. It wasn't illegal. It wasn't unethical. It just came down to politics. But now he doesn't have the authority to talk to me about the moral high road, so to speak. And I think he puts himself down there with every other senator and every other legislator. And I think a lot of other people are going to see it that way. They may not dislike him, and they may still vote for him. People of Texas are still going to vote for him if the SCOTUS thing doesn't work out. But, And he'll still be senator. But I think he'll have a hard time convincing diehard conservatives that he's the guy in 2020. And I don't now, think he's going to run in 2020 anyway. But I just I think he has a hard time convincing that. All right, we'll go around the table for final thoughts on this, and then we'll go on to the next topic. Uh, final thoughts on Ted Cruz. Who wants to be the first one out of the gate? I know who it'll be. The wonderful, the illustrious, the famous Pat. Go. Oh, great. Um, I don't know. I'm just so dumbfounded by the whole thing. It's like you said, it's a big bubble that burst, but I'm wondering what the situation was that made him change his mind. He he worked out a deal. That's what the meeting with Pence was. I mean, what the deal was. That's that's. I'm just trying to see what oh, the deal was. Oh, you must admit you must have missed that part. Uh, okay. It's SCOTUS. Okay. I'm just well, as happy with him being SCOTUS as I would be of him being president because he has provided somebody tests his food all the time. He has a longer time of being in the Supreme Court than he would be president. Well, there, there is no. He, Tammy, he I'm not against that. These crazy people. I'm not against that. 
and you know Darth Vader Ginsburg is going to go next. So yeah. I, I'm I'm not against that. I'm just saying that the whole way this was handled and done, and you know the closet, back room, the whole deal, after doing mm-hmm. that at the convention, I have a problem with that. That that's where I have a problem. Okay, My next. Okay, just one last thing. My thoughts on him for the SCOTUS, it was like, yes, but he is only one vote. If he was president, I think he would have more influence over the country, even though the term is shorter. Only if he had a willing Congress. Okay. That's the problem. If he's a dissenting vote... If he would have been on the Supreme Court when they had all this gay stuff coming up, he could have been um, yep. Scalia's vote, and it would have never happened. Well, that's right. not true, because Kennedy would have backed it. Well, Obamacare? Obamacare, may, Obamacare may have been done, but remember, he would have only been taking Scalia's place, and Scalia come out against it anyway. So. But he could well, have been the deciding vote. I think that you've got... I, I, I think there's good arguments on both sides. If it were me at the end of the day, I think I'd rather see him on the Supreme Court. So then how can you be mad because he made a deal? Because it's not the fact that they made a deal. It's the fact that they took the moral high road and basically said, look, we're not doing anything with this administration, a potential Trump administration, and I'm not endorsing him. And then the next thing you know, it's, oh, hey, I'll give you my vote, and I need a spot on the Supreme Court. Well, You don't you do not do that. We're three that's, hours out from this, maybe. Let's try to give him the benefit of the doubt. That's the know. same crony politics that he railed against. Okay, and, and I'm going to channel my inner Jill here and <laughs> say that this is part of the Washington cartel business as usual crap. Oh, it's just going to say yeah. Okay, and as much as I hate to channel my inner Jill, that's the way it is. All right, final thoughts on Ted. We will go to, oh, Barbara. Barbara! <laughs> well, now that you look at it, the conversation, you know, he, he did put himself on a pedestal, and so did we. You know, and I don't know. Uh, I just now I am beginning to get disappointed that um, he didn't honor what he said after the convention that he would never in, endorse Trump for what he had did, done to his family. Did uh, go ahead. No, I'm just saying that that's that's it. Yeah. Well. All right, and let's see. Final thoughts on the cruise issue. Let's go to dun, 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 Mark. It always hurts when our heroes fail us. When Mighty Casey struck out, he disappointed a lot of fans. And this is what we have today. Tech Cruise supporters are crying. Some are on suicide watch. And there's a certain talk show host in Texas who may be in a liquor store right now. (laughs) Okay. We we have to realize that politics comes and goes. 
The principles in which we stand for, we should never lose them, no matter if our heroes forsaken them. So what I'm going to take after today, I'm going to vet my uh, potential vote more carefully now. And I suggest that everyone do the same. Because what someone says in one room, he may not be saying in a different room. Somebody All right, and final thoughts for Ted Cruz, and let's see who we got left. The powerful Trisha of Delaware Oz. <laughs> yes, I'm devastated. Yes, I'm disappointed. Um, that's not going to change how I, I myself am going to vote. I'm voting by my morals, by my faith, by my principles. And it, it hurts that Ted went the other way. When he did state vote your your conscience at the convention, and like you said, we all held him on a higher pedestal because <coughs> of his principles, and he gave into it. He 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 caved, and that's on him. That's between him and God. I know what, why I'm voting against Trump, or not voting for Trump, but... Um, I agree. Yeah, it, it, it's it's disappointing that, that Ted would cave like this, regardless of what position was promised to him. He caved. All right, and Miss Tammy, your final thoughts on Cruz. Well, you know, I've always got something to say. And I'm just going to say, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I want to see the cream rise to the top or actually what is going on and what is the plan. Um, Because, you know, for many months now when we thought Trump was not ever going to beat Hillary, finally we see some movement in the polls. But she could to still be elected electronically. I, I just have to wait and see what he's going to do because I, like I said earlier, I'm just laid my life down or taking a bullet or bet money that he would never have endorsed Trump. And I have to believe there's something else behind it or he did get a lightning bolt with a note from the Lord. Well, in that case, are you going to follow that same lightning bolt? No, because if he, if he, no, if he, look, look, when the Lord sends you notes, he sends them to you. It's not for me. It's not for anybody else. It's so what, what if Cruz comes out and says, look, I've prayerfully prayed about this. Prayerfully prayed. That made a lot of sense, didn't it? Uh, I've prayerfully considered this, and and the Lord appeared to me in a Texas bush and said, Vote Trump and go forth and tell others to vote Trump. Um, his endorsement means nothing to me as far as voting for Trump because I'm not going to vote for him. Like I said, it had nothing to do with Ted Cruz, me not voting for Donald Trump. So, 
I understand jury's that. Still out. The, the, jury, the jury is still out. The jury is still out and waiting on a verdict. So let's give it a few days. No, the jury pretty well came back in. And the jury foreman said, I'm no longer cruise crew, but I'm a Trump hump. Cruise crew. Cruise crew. Oh, well. Take a shot. Men will disappoint you. Jesus will not. Exactly. Amen. But he appeared to me in a burning bush. <laughs> right outside of my driveway and said, vote Trump. Yeah, and that's what you do. He didn't tell me to do that. It was the horse's head in the bed. All right, let's move on to the next most discussed topic of the week. And this one is so very important, so I need everybody to pay attention. And that is, what caused the split of Brad and Angelina? Sure. I just swallowed coffee. <laughs> Supposedly, one of his co-stars in an upcoming movie is pregnant for him now. <laughs> no, it's Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> uh, that plain Jane looking thing. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I'm just going to lay it out here. And I don't really want to discuss this topic. I just thought it was funny. But if I'm looking at Angelina Jolie and Jennifer Aniston, I'm uh, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, he he did her wrong. He did her so wrong. Even though I'm sick of looking at Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> hey, if, if, well, if my choice is between Angelina Jolie and um the other one, I'd pick um the Martin girl you like. The who? <laughs> You'd pick who, Mark? Um, the Martin girl he was talking about. The correct answer is I picked Tammy. Duh. And I'll send y'all the picture. It's like that Jennifer Aniston tramp. Jennifer Aniston. Ooh, Angelina Jolie. Ooh, any other woman on earth. Ooh, but my Tammy. Oh, Tammy. I heard it's going to cost Brad $400 million. It is. They've got an $800 million, or no, it's $400 million total. Yeah. And the issue, the girl, by the way, came out and basically said, look, I've never had anything to do with him. My husband and I are expecting a child, blah, 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 blah. And I tend to believe her. Well, um, he, he was fooling around. He but, started fooling. And, and I'm not saying that he ain't. Because he's always been a real son of a bitch, and that doesn't change. Okay, but uh, Angelina Jolie's a home-wrecking whore, and so that doesn't yep. change. You can't turn I a hoe like, into a housewife, I nor can like, you turn a hoe into a husband. I only liked him in one movie, and that was Seven. Uh, right now, Seven was a good movie, but yeah. we could have taken him out and put any other character in there, and it's still been a good movie. But the... The and let's go into a real topic. This is tabloid that I didn't want to discuss. I was just picking on y'all. But uh, a, a serious topic: Should the officer in Tulsa have been charged? Yes or no, Barbara? No. Tammy. She's yelling at Eli, folks. 
Your <laughs> grandson. Okay, we'll come back to Tammy. Pat. No. Mark. Yes. Tricia. I'm virtually undecided. I, I've looked at the video, and I've read it, and it says that he he did have a gun, and others say he had a book. No, that was Charlotte. Oh, that's North Carolina. Okay. We're talking about Tulsa where two officers fired at the same time. One fired a taser, one fired a bullet. Obviously, okay. the bullet won. He kept walking, correct? He did not stop when they, he was told to stop. Right. They uh, they have charged her with manslaughter. They've come out and said that she's had some drug problems and some uh, domestic abuse problems, which to me are irrelevant. Right. And is not up for discussion. But um, so we've got two that say no, one that says yes, and you know I always did like those. I always did not like those in those polls that are always undecided. Then I'll go with with yes. She should be charged. So, so, Tricia, you cannot pick undecided. I said yes. Okay, and I'm glad you did that because it's 2-2 two, two, and Tammy's arguing with her grandson. So, <laughs> but, but Well, we already know what you said. Just by the way, Eli is her son. He's not her grandson. <laughs> really? You yeah. felt the need to, to clarify that? We know that. Well, brother, he's not saying it all the time. No, that's Fabian that keeps saying it. <laughs> yeah, we all, we all know. I just, I just give her a hard time. Okie doke. Anyway. We just want to get the facts out, that's all. We, we already know what you think, Fabian, so. What's that? What do I think? About Tulsa. What do I think? That she should be charged. Really? Yeah, that's what you said. And when when did you get that? You said it the other night. I was sitting here listening. Okay. You're sure about that? Yeah. Because I did not say that. Yeah, you did. What I, what I said was if oh. his hands were, in fact, in the air and she shot him, she should be charged. After looking at the videos, after looking at, at both videos and listening to the 911 tape, his hand wasn't in the air. He was reaching into that car. Here is my humble opinion on this. No, she should not have been charged. But before I explain why the two yeses are wrong and that she shouldn't have been charged, we want to give them a chance to state their case because we're like that around here at Political Straight Talk. So we're going to give it to Trisha first because she was riding the fence. Trisha, why should she be charged? She shouldn't have shot. If he was being tased and the taser could have taken him down, she should have waited. But the, the taser didn't take him down. I think, that was done. I think that was simultaneously, from but what I understand. She should have shot at his legs. That would, that would have taken him down also and not killed him. That's the whole thing. But you do understand that the when an officer pulls their weapon, they are taught to shoot to kill, neutralize the threat. So, you know, I just I want you to think about that. Yeah, you could have, 
but here's the thing, and having been a guy that's been on the the uh, trigger side of a weapon and having to make a split-second decision, I can tell you, you don't have time to think of where am I going to shoot them. This is true. Okay? And she did not know, nor did he know, that the shot, that each other was taking the shot. That tells me that they both felt threatened at the exact same time. He chose to use the taser, which he had pulled, most likely because she already had a weapon pulled. Okay? But if he was on PCP, as the reports have said that he is, PCP, even with a, even with the taser, they're not going to feel it. And so I think, you know, we have to consider that. Mark, why do you say yes? I say yes for the simple reason that if the prosecutor wouldn't have the evidence, they wouldn't have done this. But at the same time, you want to give her a chance to vindicate herself through the court of law and not the court of public opinion. So I think she should have been charged. I think it's gonna she's going to be acquitted of it. But you don't have what what you have at this case. You have political influence. You got a few other factors that are leading the prosecution to go ahead for this uh, this bill. But if it wasn't there, they wouldn't have pushed for it. There's going to be a lot of questioning. One of the things that the Tulsa Police Department did was. She's on unpaid leave, but she will not be fired until a verdict is announced. Well, I can tell you right now what that verdict is going to be. Because there is no jury in the United States that has ever convicted a police officer for a shooting. And here's why they will not convict her. Did she rightfully at the time fear for her safety? Okay. Yes. Now, no police officer, and I'm sorry, not even the bad ones, wake up and think, okay, I'm going to shoot somebody today. They just don't, okay? Something happened there to make that situation what it was. And I just, I think she gets a not guilty verdict. Or it'll, they'll do like they did that other police officer. They charged him. And it very quietly went away after the Fuhrer died down. Tulsa is charging this woman based solely on political unrest. And had the stuff not happened in North Carolina, this wouldn't even be an issue. Because this wasn't a big issue until North Carolina happened. I think it was an issue because the guy was black and she was white. Yeah. That's what made it an issue. Yeah. Yeah, I, that that is why the charges were done. It's also based on emotion. And that's it. This is all about emotion. So let us go over to North Carolina. Okay. Tammy, are you back yet? No, she's still screaming at Elon. Check the mute button. It says she's on a, on a call. Uh, she put that in there a few minutes ago. Oh, well. Anyway, so you've got North Carolina. You have two nights of violent protest. The third night, they got it. They got with the program. 
did what they're supposed to. Charlotte implemented a curfew, but said as long as you were protesting peacefully, they would not enforce the curfew. Is North Carolina a righteous shoot? Yes. 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 I think it's I think it's a righteous shoot, and I know that Pat stayed out of that one. No, I didn't. I had to unmute my phone. I was waiting for you to call the names, but I had it on mute because my husband came in. The dog was barking, so I muted mine. But okay. I think it was because um, the gun was found there. His fingerprints have been found on it. His blood has been found on it, and his DNA has been found on it. Well, blood and DNA, you know, kind of go hand in hand there, buddy. Well, then this is the way they yes. they elaborated it on the radio. Well, I do know. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's fine. I do know that the wife videotaped part of the scene. Now, granted, of course, hers is going to be a little different because, you know, you can hear her say, he has a book, he has a book, he has a book. Well, I don't know what book looks like a damn gun, but. (laughs) Who's going to go when an officer confronts you, pick up a book? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, hey, officer, will you please read Green Eggs yeah. and Ham to me? Right. And, they, and, they, and they showed the video on CNN like every five seconds, but you could hear in the background on the video police shooting, and there was like multiple gunshots. And I'm sure they don't shoot civilians with a book multiple times. You know, it's like, <laughs> give me a break. You know, what kind of book was it? You know? <laughs> This guy just got his GED after he got out of prison. He was going to college, and then Barack Obama had a son who was in their 40s. And was like, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Says the same thing about the guy in Tulsa, too, I think. If he had a grandpa, it'd be him. Yeah. No, I, I, I uh, Tulsa, Tulsa, I can understand. You know, there being more questions. North Carolina, not so much. So, you know, I see. Yeah, because he has a rap sheet. He served prison time for shooting at cops before uh, and had gotten out of jail in 2011. His girlfriend, wife, or baby mom, or whatever her name is, was yelling, uh, he's got tea. Uh, Traumatic brain injury, TMI, TMI, TMI. They don't have TMI, yes. And she kept yelling, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. So what was she telling them not to do? He had already been charged and went to jail for shooting at police. Yeah. Traumatic brain injury is what it is. This is what I tell people. You know, when a police officer pulls up your info, okay, and they got his info, they knew who he was. They're yeah. going to see in there automatically that he had those violent felonies. Well, the felonies were dropped to misdemeanors, and at least the ones with the whole concealed firearm crap. And But here's the problem. He was a felon. He was in possession of a firearm. He has a history of being violent with cops. So what do you do? You know, if you if you don't do exactly what they say, Given your history, what are they to expect? Well, yeah. he okay. was called numerous times to put the gun down. Right. And 
and she knew he had a gun. Like, I'm going to go back to that one where the guy got killed and he bled out. She she did that video, and this girl did the video, too. I'm telling you, they're behind, there's a plan behind it. I'm surprised the police didn't come and get that video. Well, you they can't. won't release the video because you have to have a court order now. It's a law. Well, they won't. They won't release the primary video. The right. only reason they won't is because they say that the video doesn't show him raising the gun, and they're concerned that it's going to do nothing but inflame tensions. And they're right. They will release the video. They're just not going to release it this weekend. So. All right. Well, let's do a let's do a wrap up real quick, and let's let's look at this. Okay. This week in review, what is the most important thing that has happened in the news this week? The most important thing that's happened in the news this week. Okay. And no, the fact that Kim Kardashian showed her butt to the world <laughs> on Instagram is not important. Again. Again? Well, I never saw it the first time. What the crap? Mark, we need to go look up the ghetto booty. Um, <laughs> I'll send you pictures in private. Oh, I got well, no. Last you st- you sent me Tammy's pictures last night by mistake, and I just no, you he know, didn't. No, he, he didn't. did. No, he, he didn't. did. Because I called Alan. I'm like, do you have any naked pictures of Tammy? He said no. I said, want some. Oh, God, that's so old. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what? What's the most important thing that's happened on the news, in the news this week, that affects us good old U.S. of A's? And let's who who we're going to go to first. Mark. Hillary Clinton did not drop dead yet. <laughs> So you're operating under the whole no news is good news on at least the Hillary Clinton campaign side of things. I got you. Yeah. Barbara. Oh, God, I don't know. Um, she, I would say Ted Cruz, but that really doesn't affect. You'd be surprised. It really oh. does. Oh, I do. That's my voice. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah I guess you're right. Yeah, I'd have to go with okay. Ted Cruz. You can't use the same one. Just saying. Next up, Patricia. She's like, the fact that I'm getting a new refrigerator. (laughs) What was the question? I know it had to do with Hillary. What was the question? The question was, how many refrigerators has Patricia went through this week? What is the most what is the most important news event that's happened this week? I got a coffee maker. <laughs> well that's because you had a bounced bank account and couldn't get it the other night. today and a couple of emails that I've received asking if Hillary is dead. I got you. Well, unfortunately, Hillary's not dead. All right, Pat, I know you have something interesting for us. Okay, the biggest news story I heard, and it was today, and that was that Jill fired Ashley. What? 
helpless. <laughs> now, how did how did you hear that? Was that year Young and the Restless? Do what? Are you, are are you talking, talking about, about Argyle and Ashley? Let, let me stop the yeah. recording and and I'll be right back on that one. We're going to come right back to that one. Okay. Um, okay, that's interesting news topic though. Yeah, uh-huh. and that would be Jill Abbott off of the Young and the Restless, and she probably did fire Ashley, but that ain't the one she's talking about. No. Uh, let's see who. Oh, Tammy, what's been the biggest news event this week? The biggest news event is Middle Tennessee is not out of gas anymore. They yeah, weren't out of the gas to begin with. They were not out of gas. The gas anyway. price is coming down here anyway. Well, they will now that they've got that. The pipe's still not fixed. They've just got a workaround pipe. Okay, and let's see. I got Mark. Pam, Pam. Oh, Tammy. Oh, yeah, you did the gas. And the biggest news this week affecting the entire U.S. of A. Okay, and I've been thinking long and hard on this. Okay, and that is that Hostess is going to put out this fall... A pumpkin and spice ding dong. Oh, yummy! <laughs> oh, I like those. Yum. Okay. And on that note, I ladies and gentlemen, be, I thought you were going to say being a grandfather. Thank, thank a soldier. For without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. Thank the families of soldiers. For without their support, we wouldn't have an all volunteer army. Remember to. Stand for something or you'll fall for anything. Freedom is not free. And on behalf of our roundtable today and our sponsors, Wall Street Journal, WSJ.com, and Chick-fil-A, where they didn't invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich, this is the political Superman saying, have a good night, everybody.